Assalamu alaikum, kifalik. Welcome to Gabla Games. Uh, it's a day of the week, Thursday, and we're playing Modifius 2D20 Dune with the Sand and Dust expansion rules so that we can play a Fremen Siege. And we're playing Siege Abacat, the Siege who popped up in our first Dune game, which you can catch on the YouTubes. Joining me tonight, we have got Naib, Pete. Hello. Yes. Aladi Sayati, the one who comes, but it's not me. Um, yes, I'm Naib in training of a devastated siege, leading sort of our team out to get revenge. Uh, providing the sharp end of the revenge we've got Fadaikin Aaron who might actually be a Fadaikin for all I know and there's a good chance <laughs> classified uh hey everybody uh, I'm Aaron and I am playing Salak Theb the Fadaikin of Siege Abikat uh whose duty is to protect Siege Abikat against all who would do it harm he believes that survival is our duty to God and that exacting retribution against those who have wronged each one Bedouin is our greatest, uh, is the greatest purpose, which is what we're trying to do right now. And finally, taking his life into his hands by accompanying these desert madmen is Guild Agent Dan. Oh, that's saying it. Uh, hi, I'm Dan, and uh, tonight I am playing Xavier, uh, Guild Agent and Smuggler of the Spice, um, and trying to... Um, Establish best contacts as possible with the uh, Fremen for um, easy access and flow of spice, um, and somehow seem to have ended up on this revenge quest. What am I doing? Last week in Siege Abacat, they infiltrated a smuggler base uh, in a large stone cliffside right next to the salt pans, right in the salt pan. Uh, wherein they had expected to find everything that they had lost, only after about half an hour inside, they found the whole place horribly infested with flesh-eating arakeen beetles. Horribly, horribly. Horribly infested with giant flesh-eating arakeen beetles, the size of your fist, twice their normal size. And they were aggressively eating living things, not just carrion-eating. What's going on? Brief guest so starring from Ahmed Jalili. He kind of came in as a technician <laughs> and went, ah, and then got eaten alive. <laughs> so we left off with them going down to the basement floor. I believe minus two you went down to. Mm -hmm. And when they bright. opened the door, there were bloodstains on the wall and red sirens blaring. And everybody went, hold on a minute. We're not playing Alien, are we? Isn't that minus one first? I thought we went to. I minus. think you skipped we... minus one and went straight to minus two, didn't you? I thought we, we went looking for the security office. Well, oh, yeah. that was minus, minus one. one. So, yeah, yeah we went, we went to the security office. Yeah. yeah. You were going to go to the security office, which is in the same. Well, you went to the security office. Yes, we did. And you threw a grenade in there. Yep. Because it was full of flesh eating beetles. Yes, indeed. <laughs> lovely, lovely grenades. So there you are, inside this smuggler base. They had the carry-all, but there have been rumours of giant ogre men 
and these outsized flesh-eating beetles, suggesting that there's something more going on than you had initially expected. And if I remember right, we're currently running from a carpet of flesh-eating beetles that yes, are chasing I us. Yes, I believe that was lives. indeed the case. And as you're running down the corridor, uh, one of the doors on your right-hand side, the little red light on the door bleeps, turns green, and the door opens. Do flesh-eating bugs pour out, or can we jump nope. in? You can jump in. There are no flesh-eating bugs pouring out of it. Well, that it... gets a thumbs up from Aldoon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Big cover. Yep. Jump in that room and shut the door. So you leap into the room, and the room seems to be some kind of lab. Um, there are two glass-fronted micro-labs in here, and this door leads into a corridor between the two. Uh, in one of the labs, you can see the skeleton of a tiger-like creature, picked completely clean of any flesh. Uh, that door is open. And in the other lab, you can see two of your siege mates wearing prison coveralls and they're kind of banging on the glass. It's making absolutely no noise at all. One of them's banging on the glass. The other one's frantically doing something at a computer console. Can we get to them? Is the floor Somewhere? of their room covered in moving? The beacons? floor of their room is not covered in movement. No. Okay. Right. Is there anything in here that would allow us to gain access to their room? Well, the wall itself is glass, mm -hmm. uh, but it looks to be reinforced armoured glass. You can't even hear the guy hammering on it. Mm -hmm. uh, the guy on the computer, uh, you recognise them as Amawat and Jadir, who were two of the Fremen ecologists of Siege Abacat. Okay. Uh, they appear to be wearing prison onesies and sat in this quite well-stocked, well-set-up lab uh, there's some broken bits and there's a smashed chair by the door on the inside. Uh, Jadir is the one at the computer and, and he kind of slams his hands down on the keyboard and throws them up in the air, shakes his head. You can see the two of them having some kind of conversation in there. Can we see any, any way to get into this? There is a door. A large glass door with a metal frame and a security console on the outside. Can, can we talk to them with hand signals? Yes, you can. Very simple concepts. Yeah. Are you safe? Safe here. Not safe there. <laughs> As in where we are. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, I assume we've tried. He points over at the door you yeah, came in yeah, through. We... Safe now. Uh, how did you get in there? Uh, he sort of shows you a massive bruise on the side of his face. Taken hostage. Brought flyer. forced work can we start looking around for ways to is there another door that we can get into that chamber 
There is the door into that chamber we... that's got this secure console on the outside of it. I'll look at Xavier. <laughs> yeah, Sirak is like... I get the feeling I'm only good for one thing here. <laughs> Time to prove Ooh, yourself again, thing. Press again. the thing. <laughs> oh, Seems to be a lot of this. All right, okay. I will attempt. What, uh, what will it be on? Oh. Are you trying to hack it or are you trying to hotwire it? Uh, hack it. I think hacking it would probably be faith and communicate. Okay. Faith and understand. I if if I'm allowed faith and communicate, that would yeah. be better. Yeah, faith and communicate so or faith and understand. Equal to it's a, bit of a It's a hand solo hacking the. Um, so it's a bit like Hawaiian. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, we do. Do we still have three room, three momentum? Yes, yes, you do. We got them from so the you, chat. We got you them. got them from yeah. chat already. Yeah. So you oh, could. Can I use a momentum? Yeah. Yeah. There you go. All right. Okay. Well, we're gonna need it. Yeah. There we go. Just the one. Okay. So you you start bipping away at the numbers on this console. And you get the door open, but it breaks some kind of air seal when you do, and another alarm starts going off. Too worried. I think they've got enough to worry about at the moment. Is it drowned out by the four other alarms? That are oh, the, the alarm outside is louder, yeah, yes, but yeah. the alarm in here is saying containment breach in lab four. Okay. Is there anywhere where it says like deadly virus being released into that chamber? Fire protocol release in 12, 11. Amawat okay. and Jadir both kind of come dragging one of their legs over to where you are. They're, Get them out They quickly. appear to have a whacking literal ball and chain That's attached to the their ankles. <laughs> fire protocol in six. Get out. Five. Come on. If that fire protocol yeah. uses water, even I will be a bit miffed. It doesn't <laughs> use water. <laughs> so Sirak will grab a hold of one of them and, and like this ball and chain in the other hand and literally just fall backwards, yanking them out of the room, mm. uh, either Jadir or Alwat. All right. So can I get you the people who are trying to get them out to make yep. a duty and move or duty and battle roll? Duty and battle, I think. Well, Duty and battle is fine because you're dodging yeah. something coming towards you. Okay, Dan, you could just step out of the way. <laughs> That's what I intend to do. Duty and battle is 15, so here we go. 10 and a 6. So two successes. Duty and battle is a 16 for me. And I got a 4 and a 1 for three Nine successes. So you pull them both back away from the door hauling this ball and chain with them uh and, and as you do the fire protocol inside that lab kicks on and it's it's not fire suppression it's the opposite of that it's a burn protocol a burn protocol sweeps through the room literally flamethrowers everything in there okay 
It is too bad that we were not able to lure the flesh-eating beetles into there for that. That would have handled it. But perhaps they'll be better. Perhaps we should just let them take the, the rest of the guards in this facility. They deserve to feed. Those Arrakis. things must not be allowed to get out of this place. Why, Jadir? What, 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 what is wrong? They have been engineered. They are bigger, stronger, more powerful. There's only a certain number of them, and we're in the salt pans. But if they get far enough and can breed... Yes. Don't worry. We have... Oh, hold up the the briefcase, Snook. We have our own burn protocol. It is good. Why would anyone breed such a thing? They are being bred as a weapon against the Fremen. And who who is... Under whose orders are they being bred? We do not know. There was a man here, and they look at Xavier. Look like him. Who is this one? We have been testing him as a loyalty to the siege, and he has proven himself sound. There is one like him him here. An off-worlder. That doesn't narrow it down. He is he is a, a rich man. He has much resource. He seeks to trade with the smugglers here for spice. From a house or a guildsman? He looks to be guild. Didn't surprise me. Did he give you a name or did you hear it? Lucerne. Does that name ring a bell with me? Uh, make a truth and understand roll, Dan. Two successes. Guess to make a free reach uh, attack every round. Truth six. Oh, sorry, truth and understand. Oh, ten. Uh, a seventeen and a twenty. Oh no! Ooh. No, his name means nothing to you. The smugglers here, there is something off about them. They, they know too much. They are too wise in the ways of the desert. Mm. I think, do, you know where, do you know where they took the Reverend Mother or any other captives? We were brought here when they found out we were ecologists and told to work. What were you told to work on? They have us working on soil samples, the the salt flats, uh, sand types, you know, things we know of. But in that lab, that is where they tested some of the beetles. That tiger was alive when they brought it in. How did they lose such a beast? It was enormous. How did they lose control of the beetles? Uh, Amuat looks a, a little bit cheeky at that point. I may have hacked into their system. Good man. Well done. I do not have much control. I was able to open the door when I saw you passing on the camera, and I have bypassed some door controls in other locations. That is all I can do. And even that now is gone. 
Are you able to tell where the Beatles went on your on these cameras? The Beatles were in the first two labs. This was labs three and four. Uh, lab three was the test site. No, I meant but, the ones that were chasing us down the hall. Did they? Where, they would be they... from the first two labs on this floor. Are we do we not able... know how many colonies they had. Do you are, still have access? Are you to the able cameras? to? The the computer is destroyed. Uh. And he points uh, yeah. to the burning, melty <laughs> plastic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, on the upside, when the room burned, the um, electronic locks on their ankle chains popped off. Oh, cool. Oh, nice. Good, good. Does it, would that be a handy weapon? Like, or could they reclamp on someone? Maybe. Yeah. They, they don't appear to be a solid lump of metal it looks like it is actually some kind of technological device up close okay possibly okay. using some kind of gravity technology cool. to cool well, increase i think, I think food would probably want to have a look at those That they currently don't weigh very much. It weighs about as much as uh, like an Xbox. Perhaps Foom can escort our can escort uh, Jadir and Alawat uh, back up the cliff face, cliff face while we proceed. Yes, I naive. Feel... He says. Yes, this is a this is a wise suggestion, Sarak, as usual. I live to serve the siege. And you, Naib. Do not call me Naib yet. Mm. I need to live to earn that honor. As you wish, Aladi. <laughs> I've realized I've just given him like an excuse to perhaps murder me later on. <laughs> <laughs> I but got. I heard it loud and clear. Expectations. <laughs> Gonna need a big bag of lie. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Aaron. I've had you say that in too many games recently. I'm like, no. oh, another big bag of lie. Here we go. <laughs> it's um, time. Right. Quick. Let us be about this. Foul creatures are running amok in this facility. We must uh, find the the mother and and. And yeah. put a blade into Hanan. And this Lucerne, if we get the chance. Yes. Do we think the, the nuke can be set off anywhere to kind of destroy this place, or will it have to be put somewhere key? It's, yeah, what, how, do we know? Does it have on the side <laughs> blast radius, megatonnage? <laughs> But funnily enough, no, it's not got a complete labelling system. Well, we thought it would blow it. up the whole siege, didn't we? It was it was enough to blow up the siege. So, so this is about the size of a siege. Okay. So yeah, should take it. I mean, this would be a cramped siege if it were one, but mm. okay. Not to mention the fallout in the area would make this place unlivable for decades. So yeah, so you get mutant giant beetles. <laughs> What could go wrong? 
Hang on, let me get the Fallout book so I can look up the Death Claw rules. Uh oh, oh shit! Here we go, and we transition. <laughs> yeah, I haven't got an overlay ready. Um, right, let us let us be about our serious business. Boom! Be quick, be safe. Uh, rejoin us if you can. He nods, and they look sort of up and down the corridor outside. There don't appear to be any beetles scuttling around right now. There is a scream from another room down the corridor. Go. <laughs> and the top half of a man comes out into the corridor before colliding onto the floor and being covered over with beetles. Can we make sure they don't find us? <laughs> we, we think they may react to vibrations. <laughs> we we may have to go up to a higher floor and then move over into the into the rest of the building. Do, Foom, do you have a thumper? He pulls a thumper off his back and go and set that somewhere out of the way, and then get not near the thopter. I'll do it near the security office before we leave. Sounds good. So Foom heads off and sets up a thumper near the security office. And the three of them climb into the elevator shaft as he sets it off. And the beetles come scuttling out round the corner and head in the direction of the thumper. They ignore you completely. Cool. Tremor sense. Excellent. Right, so we kind of checked out most of this floor, hadn't we? So we we're gonna head we're gonna head The down. doors on this floor are all open. Yeah, and the yeah. screaming people or half bodies and the screaming stopped now. It's quite nice. Oh. It's kind of peaceful. <laughs> it's just a mess everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, Fully dressed skeletons. I think we need to head down, don't we? Although in the short because there's a long well, we, line and the short line and the um yeah it sounds i mean from what from what we heard, learned last time the short arm is where we're probably expecting to find the actual enemy but yeah but we want to clear out the ogres or whatever yep. it is or, yeah and make sure that the reverend mother is not down there yeah 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 i have a feeling she's going to be in the in the short line but we'll me too we'll see we need to we need to clear out the dungeon first. <laughs> well, I mean, it's literally a dungeon, isn't it? It's full of ogres. Yeah. <laughs> it's like horrible yeah. abominations. Let's go sort them out. Okay. So you go down in one lift while Foom and the ecologists go up the other. Mm -hmm. And you come down to the minus two floor. A minus two floor is a lot more rough and ready than the top two floors were. It's... Let, there's less panelling on the walls. Uh, the lights are fewer and farther between. The smell is worse. Are there any sign of uh, cameras like we saw on the floors above? Uh, there are fewer cameras, but still at least one in every corridor. Kind of looking along, but you know there's nobody in the security office viewing mm. them at the minute. Mm -hmm. So unless people can view them from a second site, which again would be difficult given that you exploded the servers in the security yep. room. That's true. That's true. So while there are cameras, you can't see them moving and there are no lights on, on them. And chaos is like blazing everywhere. So it's kind of like 
We've got to go with the m- momentum of the... There's, there's a lot less chaos on this floor. Okay. Um, the floor upstairs, very chaotic. Mm-hmm. Uh, you do see two guys with... Two smugglers with carbines and head wraps run past down one corridor as you're about to come out of the lift and you kind of duck back in, but they keep going right past you. They look like they were going for action. Yeah. Like probably responding to one of the alarms from upstairs. Right. Should we see where they're running? Aye. Yeah. Soraka. Let's follow them. Okay. Okay, okay. Are you going to be sneaky, sneaky following, or are you just going to like brazenly walk after them? Pretty sneaky, I would think. I mean, we want to be unknown until we need to be known. Hmm. Okay, then. Hmm. Let's have a something and move roll. <laughs> a something and move roll. Um, duty. Faith, duty. I suppose it would depend on what your duty and your faith statements are. I follow in footsteps. He is yet to walk. And the siege I... must survive for the coming war. The spice must flow no matter the cost. And there's some My... other spice dealer here. I want to know what's mm-hmm. going on. <laughs> My duty is working to protect Siege Abicot against all who would do it harm. I think duty does sound like the best one. Mm-hmm. Okay. So duty and move for me is a target number of uh, 15. Mine's 11. Uh, mine is 16. Ooh, wow. Snake down to that. I got a 14 and an 8, so two successes. I've got a 6 and a 15, so one success. I've got 5 and a 4. Yowza. Nice. That's two successes for you as well. So Serac and... Xavier, Does have a um, move focus like stealth or anything like that? that oh, might... wait, I think I do. Hold on. Because otherwise you might have four successes there. Um, I do. I have concealment. Thank you, Pete. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so you've got okay, four successes. So got four so could, success. you, could you help yes. me with one of those? <laughs> sure. <laughs> but yeah, you end up having to... Like push me behind the, a doorway or I something mean, at the right moment. <laughs> he is carrying all the stuff that he keeps looting off of people and a nuke. So you kind of have to grab the end of the car. You just imagine this moment on a door where and... Xavier kind of push him, pushes him against a wall quickly to be silent and then rapidly takes his hand off him <laughs> as he realised what he's done. It's and then look so at the other friend and go, okay, please don't kill me. The, the problem is is the amount of stuff that he's carrying means that things can't help but knock against each other. So you're just kind of interposing your hand between the carbine on the strap and the nuclear device so that they don't rattle against each other while he walks. That, it's not like shove him into a cupboard and pray. It's an and appreciated Soraka. interference. I'll let you know that. <laughs> Sorak gives you a nod. It's like, well done. <laughs> so you, you follow these guys and they go into a stairwell leading up. And there's just a metal gantry staircase. Okay. And they go up the staircase and they look at, they're peering on the floor above through the door out into the corridor. And they can see the skeleton because you figure from where you are now, they'd be able to see the skeleton of the guy that came out of that barrack room upstairs. Yep. Yep. And they're muttering something to one another. Can uh, can Sorak sneak up behind one and stick a crease, uh, Chris knife into the base of his skull? 
Well, they turn around to come back oh. your way. So if you were to hide underneath yeah, the gantry, can get under yep. there, then... you can either get them on the way back through or you could get them in the foot. Oh, no, I'll wait. I'll wait when they come back through and then... Yeah, yeah. between you, you've one got shot, plenty one kill. of stealthage. So, yeah, you hide under can the gantry I, and they like come back down. Can I, like, with a Chris knife like this into the, into the torso and... And you unleash your Fremen justice upon them. So I think this is definitely a power and battle move that we're going for. Uh, can I roll justice in battle since my justice is exacting retribution against those who have wronged each one? I, I think one? that seems like a fair suggestion. I do like this ability to negotiate. Yeah, well, I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. Being able to figure out what's best for each individual character because it may not be the same combination for everybody. Yeah. Hmm. All right, so that's a uh, target number of 15 for me. Four and a six. And my battle focus, short blades, is an eight. So that's four successes. Four wow. successes. Yowza. A very definite hit. And two succeed. Both of them are a hit. Uh, these guys don't appear to be wearing any armor. So you hit them both. Um, but four successes means that plus your knife is an asset, isn't it? Oh, yeah. It's a quality two. Quality two. Knife. So you thrust straight into the throat of the guy that you target, and he goes straight to the ground. You pull the knife back out. He's totally silent. Um, Aladi, have you got a Chris knife asset or is yours just a regular? Yeah, I, say. I have, yeah, I have a Chris knife. So is yours a quality two asset or a quality I just one got, asset? I just got a Chris knife. I didn't know. I, I think yours is just do any kind of extras. The quality one then. But that's okay. That still does a, a significant amount of injury. To this guy you stab him in the chest and he kind of coughs and blood comes out of his mouth he's not dead but he's dying and he's not going to be making any noise anytime soon i search them yeah for absolutely. any i'm this is a search for sort of smuggler see if there's anything that i can put to their smuggling circle like which one of the smuggler organizations they belong to ah okay yeah and, oh, uh, and any he, money that I might have. <laughs> Old habits. Uh, just for accounting reasons, uh, since I'm a Chris Knife master and I successfully hit with a Chris Knife, we get one, we get an additional momentum. Nice. Cool. Thank you. So uh, Xavier starts searching the dead one while waiting for the other one to die. Uh, he's got a small bag of spice on his belt that elsewhere in the galaxy would be worth a fortune. You could buy a house with this much spice. Here on Arrakis, mm, it's no big deal, but it's a pouch of spice, maybe a handful. He's got a couple of galactic credits. He's got a carbine and uh, a knife, metal one. 
No they both have or... an ID pass, or a, not an ID pass. It's not got like their their name and rank and anything like that on. But they've got like a door pass thing for opening secure doors. I'll take a spice as well. And it looks to you as though these guys do belong to a smuggler organisation that you know. Uh, they're they're not one of the more trustworthy ones. They're they're a much more mercenary outfit. These are the kind of guys that anyone can pay off. So your part of the guild don't trust them so much because someone else could just pay them more money, and they'll so screw you why over. Is there a guild member here then? But that doesn't mean that no one in the guild is prepared to take a risk. Mm. Because the guild has its own little competitions going on within it as well, different departments. Xavier, but it's, you... it's a comfort to you to realise that your department don't trust this group. Xavier, do you recognise these? I do. Um, they are smugglers, but they're more of the... Um... <sighs> Well, they're not very trusted by the guild and they're not very trusted by the houses either. These, these are more mercenary types. They'll sell to the highest bidder and then they'll sell out the highest bidder for even more money. Ras Al-Sakin. Ras Al-Sakin is the name of the smugglers group, you remember. It's not the one I owe money to, is it? No. Oh, good. Is, is the other guy dead? Can he talk? He can't talk. You've stabbed him in the chest. He's ah. bleeding to death. Sorak okay. just picks up his left foot. Heel kicks him in the throat to crush his windpipe. <laughs> says it's time to move on. <laughs> but yeah, Xavier's found these two security passes. Good work. Right, so we need to go back the other way. Yep, you come back out of the stairwell and into the the ground floor, if you like, although it's minus two. Hmm. You hear a roar from down towards the end of the, the long line near where you think the exit that would go out to the desert where the carryall is parked would be. That's one of our ogres. Last gun out. Stand behind the Fremen. <laughs> Move forward cautiously. Signal yeah. like the little little hand bits and winks at Sarak. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, so right, Move up nice and slow corner. like, mate. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I'm going to leave your ogre there, mate. I'll stab it. <laughs> you come around a corner into what looks to be almost like a, an animal pen. There's about half a dozen large metal reinforced cages. Only three of them are currently occupied. One has got a tiger, um, like the skeleton of the one you saw upstairs in it. It's got some kind of um, thick, chunky collar around its neck. Uh, one is around the corner. You can't quite see what's going on. And then in the one quite close to where you are, there is a man-like shape that's 
close to eight feet tall and heavily corded with thick slabs of muscle, um, grayish, dense skin, a big sloped brow ridge. Just pop a grenade in that one. <laughs> uh, Xavier, is there any way to use these computers to enact the same burn protocols that we saw in the other lab? Shouldn't be too hard. I'll take a look. As you go to step into the room, Xavier, you see uh, a small, slender figure step around by one of the cages, holding a tablet and just sort of making some notes. And it reaches in to this cage, kind of pats this thing on the knee, and it kind of grunts and shuffles around a little bit. I'll uh, step back. Is it, is, um, one of those scientists are in there. We should go do your thing. We should capture. Let's capture this guy. Here. You sneak up behind yep. him. I will make myself visible with the gun. And then you grab him. Your will. And so, so Soraka moves to try to sneak around to get behind uh, to get behind this guy, trying to stay in his blind spots. Okay, this is going to be contested Ooh. because there are a number of things that might actually clock you. Not the scientists; they're not paying attention. But that's probably the least of your worries. Do you want some momentum? Yeah, I think I, I think I'll take a momentum if that's okay. Three momentum. We've got plenty spare. Yeah, we got loads. Okay. Well, three will buy me two, so I'll yeah. take it if you guys are okay with it. Yeah, okay. yeah. This, yeah, this sounds like a, a a good role to use it. On. Yeah. So, what are we thinking? Move and duty. That's a fifteen a target number. An eight, a 15, a five, and a 17. So three successes. Okay. The ogre creature seems oblivious to you, but as you creep past the tiger's cage, it jets forward and lunges through the bars at you with this yowling roar, slashing out at you with this paw that's about the size of your head and talons they're not chris knife length but these things are big our old snake eyes for the tiger nice yeah well, not nice for us not okay. nice for you oh my god no way two snake eyes in a row wow oh wow the, the tiger catches you across your back and just lays your back open through your still suit, straight into your back, doing... How much armor have you got? Have you got any armor? No, no, no. So it does four points of damage to you, so I think that's going to go to your move. Okay. So... It creates a effectively creates an asset that reduces your move by four. Okay. As it slices through chunks of your back and your shoulders and your spine. Oh. Well, how, how, for the viewers and for me, how bad is that? <laughs> That's very bad. Really bad. Um, as as a player character, 
um, the damage done is done to your um, stats, your drives or your skills. Okay. And if it is reduced to zero, that's you knocked out until you get medical attention on that. So the fact that that it's done that damage to his move Hmm. will reduce his move by those four points as well for current rolls until he gets it sorted out. So while there are no hit points, because it directly affects your stats, Mm -hmm. it brings them down. It's a bit like the way Traveller does it. Yeah, but it's it's like a, a circle of... Uh, the negative circle, isn't it? As you start yeah. to get hit more, you start your worse. You start so suffering more. Yeah. You know what this means, right, Pete? I've got to step out. No, no. I meant there's no competition. <laughs> you know, the seat is yours. He doesn't want to compete with me. I just worried if I'm not yeah. naive, he might just <laughs> kill me for some reason. <laughs> okay. Uh... I'm guessing the scientist will. The scientist notices. And I will, now, yes, I will when the tiger makes out. a loud noise and slashes at this stranger walking past it, hmm. the scientist notices and he turns around and he sees you step out with your carbine in hand and he just kind of Stay where you are. freezes. Put that down. And he, he goes to put the pad down. And as he puts it down, uh, don't don't do it. He hits the pad. I will shoot him in the hand. Okay. He's gonna open all the fucking cages. <laughs> <laughs> you damn right it is. <laughs> okay. Um, mm, 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 mm. I'm gonna use that point momentum that Naren Ezeka just gave us to get an extra die, and I'm gonna pray. That my the las gun because it's it's speed of light, it, it destroys his hand before he can press the button. <laughs> I don't think that's going to work, but you pray away. No, no. no. Uh, right. So, what is this? Duty and battle, or power and battle? Uh, I think this is this is a power and battle. Okay. Because like, have it, blammo. So I've got twelve. Uh, right, three dice. Here we go. That's not very good. Uh, I got one success. Not very good at all. Your your blast um, kind of hits his hand and the pad that he was using, and the pad explodes, mm-hmm. and he pulls his hand away, and you can see that it's singed. And he falls backwards onto his butt and starts scuttling backwards as the cage doors swing open. So uh, just to make sure that uh, this guy doesn't get away while we're fighting these, as the cage door starts opening, Sorak, since he's been seen, just lunges at the guy and stabs him in the testicles. <laughs> well, that'll roll. Remarkably... That'll roll him up. It won't that's kill a him. cold shot if ever there was one. It won't kill him, but it'll roll him up, and he'll be <laughs> on the ground for a while. I don't know. That's a pretty nasty wound to bleed out from. <laughs> yeah, but it'll take. It takes a while. It does it takes quite a while? Oh, Pete, can you Hours. spend a point of moment, a point of threat, please? Oh. 
Yes. And I'm going to give you a point of threat oh, to get an extra die. Okay. And, which also oh, gives him. That gives him extra stuff when he gives me extra threat. Oh, I'm yeah. wise to this. We get momentum at the end. Plus, I'll get momentum. At, we'll get another thing of momentum at the end. All right. A two, a six, and a 20, which I'm re rolling since I can re roll 1d20. For a four, for a total of six successes. Oh, I yeah, so stabbing him in the testicles was a very unwise choice because he's a eunuch and has none. <laughs> However, still a very bad wound. Up it's still a horrible guts. wound because you do stab him in a place people do not like to be stabbed. Um, he doesn't have testes, so that's less of an issue for him. But you have pinned him to the floor. By his by other his intestine. <laughs> thighs. <laughs> Shall we say? His upper inner thigh. <laughs> his upper inner thigh, yeah. So, yes, he is curled up and in agony. So, uh, with the six successes, do any of those roll over to momentum? Plus the one from the Chris knife? Uh, yes. So... Plus the one from the Chris knife, that'd take three over into momentum. Because you were going for a very small target that yep, yep. subsequently turned out to be non-existent. Uh, uh, Pete, what do you want to do? Uh, run? No. Uh, <laughs> I want to throw a grenade at the ogre because I assume that's a bit of a way away from everybody. Yeah. Uh, and it, it's, when you say it, it's the cage is unlocked, do they sp boom, spring open? They don't or is like it just like, boing, boom? but it, yeah, it's like think Jurassic Park, big metal cage, and the door lock just goes click okay, and it right. opens. So a it slight might take amount. the ogre like two minutes. The ogre's now like... got to shuffle forwards, finish pushing the gate open, okay, and step out. And how hard would it be for me to throw a grenade into the cage from here? Um, I step up a bit closer and throw it in. I think as long as you throw it in, you're fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, if you get any complications, then it's going to bounce off. Okay. Uh, so, well, I am, this is faith. I am pray. I am literally praying that Mahadeep, whoever that may be in the future, is uh, watching. Um, it has I... also just occurred to me. That one of the reasons I got snake eyes is because I rolled 2d6 and not 2d20. <laughs> That'll make a difference. Yeah, that will make a difference. <laughs> yeah. However, I have switched to d20s now. Okay. Am um, you right. free league? What have you done to me? I'm going <laughs> to pinch a momentum if people are okay with that as well. Oh, yes, definitely. Okay. So, we're now so I tell you what, spend another two threat because I used the wrong dice. To compensate for the fact that I used the wrong dice. Okay, cool. I'm happy with that. That's fair. That's fair. Because um, I don't want to wreck on it because it's happened now. Yep, yep. Right. So three dice, and I have got eight, uh, faith eight, battle eight, so 16 or less. Uh, and I got. Three successes. Yep. No complications? No, no. Okay, you ping a grenade into 
the cage and it kind of goes tink 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 and the ogre sort of looks down at it <laughs> steps on it <laughs> and it blows up uh, the ogre roars in pain obviously because you've just blown its foot off at the ankle nice and it crashes sideways into the bars of the cage. They swing wide and it kind of comes tumbling out, tries to stand, but can't because it's only got one foot now. Mm-hmm. But it starts sort of crawling towards you with just pure unveiled hate in its little piggy eyes. So does it look like a human that's been like massively bloated? Yeah, it's definitely of human origin. But they've massively messed about with its genetic yeah. structure. Yeah. This thing's okay. never been like an adult human. Okay. Okay. This thing's been a monster from birth. We need, to, we need to put it out of its misery then, don't we? Before it puts us out of ours. The other cage also, the, the ogre, having seen the explosion, comes blundering out of that cage too. The, the tiger? Are there two ogres? Two ogres and a tiger. Oh, okay. We're screwed. <laughs> Xavier, what do you want to do? Don't say run. Don't say run. <laughs> you still haven't uh, fully proved yourself. I'll tell you yourself. what. Make a, make a truth and move roll. Truth and move? Yeah. Uh, oh, okay. That's interesting. Um, well, my move is good. My truth Okay. 14. Two successes, 13 and a 10. Just. Also in this room, it doubles as a secondary hangar, and there is an ornithopter under a tarpaulin. Handy. In here. Has it got a gun on it? Difficult to tell with the tarpaulin. You'd be taking a chance. I'm going to take a chance, because if it's got a gun on it, I can turn the gun around something a bit heavier and... Yeah. Lost them to hell. So that's where I'm going. Okay, so you're going to make a dash for the ornithopter. Yes, so it's going to look like you're running away. Ooh! Damn you, guildsman. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were friends, Saviour. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, at what point? <laughs> <laughs> we're not friends. I'm too scared of you to be your friend. <laughs> so By the way, so there... Scary. Uh, Naren Zeka just gave us another I, I added momentum. It. I added okay. it. Yeah. So Aaron, padding up behind you, you can hear, feel, see, sense this tiger coming in. It's got that sort of supreme predator confidence to its gait where it's it's taken its prey down now. It's injured. It know it can knows it can kill its prey at its leisure. It hasn't realized that you're actually another predator. So it's closing in on you. So uh, Sirak would would spin around and then come in charge, going in low to try to press up against its underjaw and rake the the Chris knife along its uh, underjaw and into its neck. Okay. That's what I'm going to try to do. Momentum. I'm going to uh, spend a point of momentum, and I'm going to give Ben a point of threat for four dice. Oh. 
this feels more like a battle and power role to me, unfortunately, because it's, uh, I mean, I'm not really protecting the siege here. I'm just trying to out-muscle a 500-pound tiger. <laughs> so uh, my target number is only a 12. I got an 11, a 2, a 6, and a 16 for five successes. Wow. Yowza. Look at that. You are mean. Well, I did, you know, get to roll four dice. That makes a big difference. <laughs> so this thing comes up to you and it, it's about to just do that lean down and neck snap bite thing. But it's doing it kind of laconically. It's not really that fussed about struggling with you because it's taken you down. And it's totally unexpected when you spin around and you shove your Chris knife up into its jaw, it roars in pain as you do so, and it pulls its head back. So you don't manage to penetrate through to the brain, but you have slit its throat and it does spray blood all over your face. Uh, it's bleeding and it is bleeding to death, but it depends on whether or not it will die before it can do anything to tear you. you tear you limb from limb, <laughs> tear you limb from limb. I, I do thank it thank it for its water as <laughs> as we square off and as we've had a, a question in chat yes this is a laza tiger uh these are found on Seleucus secundus oh, that's a cheery holiday planet if ever there was oh one. isn't it <laughs> and they do appear in dune messiah and one of the two of them are set on the twins. Cool. Uh, Pete, uh, your, you your see, friendly those neighborhood. Those in the future are learning how to deal with them by viewing us in the past. <laughs> Must be what it is. Yep. Must be. Okay. So there's two. Yeah, Aaron, you would have noticed me? that this thing's collar is definitely heavy duty electronics that it's got strapped around its neck. Uh, so yes, Pete, this um, this ogre, which is crawling towards you now, it's like it's got a bit of a turn of speed on it. Actually, it comes kind of crashing forwards on all fours. Um, it too has a collar around its neck, mm -hmm. which again you can see looks like some kind of advanced electronics. If only I knew anything about electronics. If only. Yeah, where's the where's the explodey head button? <laughs> well, some just, idiot blew up the, I pad destroyed that the, had the controls for that. Yeah. Yeah. That's what you get. That's what you get. What's the other ogre doing? The other ogre is still coming out into the room. Now, this one is going to lunge at you. Uh, I'm going to oh, take. Dear. No, I'm not going to take a point of threat because. Oh, good job I didn't. Bloody hell. Did you roll D20s? I did roll D20s this time. I got a four <laughs> and a six. Oh, okay. So these things are, are a significant threat, though. So that is four successes. Ow, wowza. What can I and do about that? <laughs> kind of backs you with one hand up against the bars of the cage. And you slam into them. And I'm going to ask you to take four points of damage to well, i'm going to split it two points to battle and two points to move i think oh wow so as you're rattled and shaken and bruised shaken. by impact with both the creature and the cage ow 
my my left side gets smashed and um like my arm is a bit hurt and my knee is like oh and that's my dodgy knee and the other one sees xavier running and decides to give chase so luckily for you their move isn't anywhere near as good as their battle uh, and he only gets one success to chase after you so he's following but is not catching And I am perhaps increasing my speed to get to this um, <laughs> minigun so as soon as possible. <laughs> I've got a backup plan. If, the, if there's no gun, I'm going to use the, the blades. <laughs> <laughs> Do it. Okay, so Aaron, this tiger then. Um, it's it's backed off and it's it's much more warily circling you now. And it darts in to go for your legs. Why can't I roll this well when I'm a player? <laughs> so it's two successes to go for your legs. You're, you're not armoured, are you? No, just wearing my uh, just wearing my uh, still suit. I think that counts as one armour. I don't. I don't. Well, if, if it does, then yes, I'm wearing that's what I'm well, wondering. it takes a swipe at your legs going for the thighs to try and take out the old hamstring, not the thighs, the behind the knees to take the hamstrings. So that's going to do some damage to your... Well, I'll let you choose battle or move. I think move, move makes more sense if he was going to try to hamstring me. Okay, does that what does that take your move down to? How much damage? A two takes me down to one. Yeah. So it does get its claws in and tear open your hamstring in the back of your knee. Hurts a lot. But it's kind of darting in and darting back to try and avoid getting hit. What do you want to do? Oh, uh, I, I jump onto its head and bury my Chris knife into the, into bring it around into its ear. But so as it jumps on, it. jumps towards you, you want to try and jump it as well. Yep. Jump right cool. onto its head as it's, as it hits me. And I plunge this Chris knife through its, uh, through its ear and into its brain. Do it. As Garon would say. And, uh, <laughs> I will, uh, I'll use a point of momentum if that's okay. With everybody. Yeah. I think if there's any fights in this that need momentum, it's this one. Because we, if I hit, we automatically get it back. So yeah, yeah. Uh, a two, a six, and a seventeen. So four, four uh, successes. Your blade goes into its ear, experiences a brief moment of resistance when you come to the eardrum but then passes right past the eardrum through into the brain and you tilt it forwards. One of the cat's eyes pops out of its skull as it slumps to the ground with you kind of laying on top of it. A small trickle of blood runs down the side of its face. And Sirak is breathing hard and, and his legs are just shredded. He's like, I doesn't even know how he's going to get up, but he sees the naive 
and well, the naive to be in danger, and he knows that he has to find a way to get to him, hopefully, before he dies. <laughs> so, naive, what do you want to do? Um, well, I've been like bashed into this thing, You've been bashed into this thing, I'm gonna like stand up a bit and then bring the las gun up and like <laughs> all over all over the yoga oh jason md 2020 thank you for subscribing uh does anyone mind if i use a point of momentum go for use them while you got them I, I use them while i'm alive <laughs> uh, right okay uh this is what am I? I'm blind rolling battle and. Almost any of them seem to work except maybe truth. I would go with duty, justice, or power. I will go with duty then, because I need to. I need to survive to help the to survive. survive. Yeah. For the coming war. Um. Okay. Here we go. So I, because my battle's lower, I've got thirteen. So three dice. Oh, I got three successes. Nice. Yes. That is good. And I put it all in put it all in lasery damage. Uh, so the the blast from the las gun hit this thing. I'll be aiming mostly for the face, hopefully, but where it tries to gonna... pull its arms in to protect itself, and it's taking these big burns on its forearms, it's protecting its face. It collapses because obviously it was on all fours and it's just pulled its hands up. So it is now prone, and you have definitely done some damage, but it hasn't burned through even its all the way through its skin. You can see that there is some exposed muscle, but these things are really tough. Can I try and move away from it a bit while I'm doing that? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I want to like get sort of it, not. I'm not running away. I'm I'm moving backing back. away. Tactical withdrawal. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm backing up so I can keep shooting it, and it can't beat me yeah. to death. But it's now kind of crawling, like combat crawl on its elbows to try and get to you. Uh, the other one, Dan is still chasing you. So let's have a. Uh, I suppose oh, about the shit your pants yeah. drive. Yeah. A what, sorry? And there's a shit, not a shit your pants drive. Um, uh, so I guess faith and move. Faith and move. Oh, God. Um, Unless you want to put power and move. Uh, yes, I would much rather prefer power. <laughs> 15. Um, oh, you did. Oh, well, there's another point of momentum. I'll take that point of momentum if I may. Mm -hmm. Is this am I getting away or is this getting into the thopter? This is for you to get into the thopter. Alright. Oh look at that. Thanks, Agil. That's all right. Two successes. So you throw yourself in through the door of this thopter as this this thing towers over the thopter. It's like eight feet tall. You can see it coming. You can tell that it's different from the other one, but built off of a very similar template. Uh, it's got does the same sort have of... A gun? <laughs> it does not have a gun. Oh, the, the Thop Thopter, not the Ogre. <laughs> no, the Thopter. So as you throw yourself into the Thopter, you notice that, yes, it does have a gun. You're going to have to fire up the engines to fire it. Okay. 
but it does have a gun. So as long as this thing doesn't get to you, punch through the windscreen, pull you out and tear your head off before you start it up, then you're fine. So let's start with that ogre trying to get to you. There's an ogre in the cockpit. What are you going to do? Actually, no, the ogre fucks up that role quite hideously and it gets to the cockpit and it stood there looking through the glass confusedly. Like it can see you, but it can't get to you. You've, you've outfoxed it. So I throw a towel over my head. I'm <laughs> <laughs> under a blankie. If I can't see him. You can't see me. <laughs> It probably won't be long before it realises you went in through the side. But you're safe until your next go, at least. Oh, thank goodness. Uh, The tiger is dead. Aaron, you're laying on top of the tiger. The Naive is backing away from this combat-crawling ogre, which is still sort of trying to make headway towards him. But as it does so, it's coming close to you. So let's see if um, combat-crawling takes it anywhere. Um, So it's very close to where you are but still Could a way you... off from the naive Me. oh okay it, yeah it's it's close to where sarak is oh, okay. you've backed up almost to the doorway that you came in through yeah maybe not quite that far that looks like yeah, i'm running not away like, not like running <laughs> yeah, away yeah. but like backing away and keeping up oh fight. i'm just closing the door <laughs> as i'm going yeah. out <laughs> sarak is looking he's like xavier He's yeah. like a lot. He's like, all right, I see how it is. <laughs> there, are, there are seats members upstairs. I need to go and look after them. <laughs> but that's all he can do. And then the other one is going to try. Oh no, there is no other one because you killed it already, Aaron. Yep. Tiger is dead. So Aaron, where you go? What do you want to do? So as part of my move action of jumping onto this ogre's back and driving my Chris knife into him, I apply my poison, turning my Chris knife into a quality three blade. And if everybody's okay with it, I'll spend a point of momentum to get a third dice. You can have three if you want to get four. All right, I'll take I'll take three to get four dice. We'll get one back if I get a success. Yep. Going, I think, I think you're going to not get a success on four dice. I know it's battle, battle, and I think duty because I'm I'm working to protect the future naive. So my target number is sixteen, a one, a six, a four, and a seventeen for a total of six successes. With Plus a quality the three with a quality from the quality blade. of the blade, yeah. you you. You lunge and you were aiming for the sort of small of its back to deactivate the push from its legs, but your lunge is a little bit more powerful than you're expecting, and you drive it in right at the top of its shoulders, just at that point where the axis and the atlas vertebrae mm-hmm. meet, and you sever them. The poison courses almost directly into its brain, killing it instantly. You can and see. It, <laughs> Goes to the ground, laying down. Sarab <laughs> so puts his forehead against this thing's shoulder for just a second, and then he <laughs> looks up, and he goes, "Are you all right, Aladi?" <laughs> you see blood just pouring off of his body. I, I am going to salute Sarak. Yeah, uh, I mean, draw my how Chris he's doing out. this? I'm going to draw it's... my Chris knife out and salute him. Uh, and almost I'll, I'll any live. other man would be dead. The amount of damage yeah. that he's taken. 
the fact uh, that he is still able to keep fighting are is... you okay Aladi you may have to take my water I can barely move but but I will see this battle done right Where, can we I see can. can can we see the ogre by the thopter shoot the gun shoot the gun shoot the gun shoot the gun <laughs> There's an ogre right in front of you. <laughs> okay. And for, uh, power up the entrance and blast the guy away. Go on then. I think this uh, is a, a power and battle. Does it count as a pilot move? Do you have a pilot move in power or? No, I've got, I've got pilot and move. No, because you're not really moving. Okay. Oh, no. If you were hitting it with the thopter while oh, no. flying, Power's yes. That's not bad. Seven. Eight, nine, seven. Yeah, okay. Can I have some momentum if there's any left? Yeah. There are two oh, points yeah, of yeah, momentum yeah. left, so you could use one of them. I will take one. Remember, you're also using um, mounted weapons rather than like handheld. Nine, a 13, and an 18. So two successes. So you kind of fire up the engine and immediately pull the trigger on the weapons on this thing. And they just start firing as you rotate it yeah. around. You know the you know in um Phantom Menace. Yeah. <laughs> when he's got the fighter and he's just sort of slowly rotating it through all of those droids. <laughs> That's the sort of moment you're having. You just like and Aladdin ah! and Serac both see this ogre kind of cut in half across the lower section uh, of its I'm jumping out of the way. I'm just right. Right. I think he's gonna down. Blasts are ricocheting around the chamber, crates are exploding, the cages, um, some of the Blasts bounce off of those bits of rock and dust rain down from everywhere. And after a few seconds, the the, the clicking of the yeah. unloaded weapon that click, 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 click is all you can hear in the chamber. Xavier stags out a bit. You, you've uh, cut this ogre thing in half using vehicle-mounted weaponry. <laughs> Sorak Sir- looks at you right as you're coming out, gives you a nod. It's like, well done. <laughs> you don't look too good. I, I am at the end, perhaps, of my walk in the desert. My legs are badly hurt. I do not know if I will be able to see this through, but I will do my best for the siege. And for our new friend, Xavier. Sirak, do not name your path before you walk it. Let us see if there is something here that can aid us. This is a place with labs. There must be something that we could use to patch you up. So what you've got here, you've got um, two dead ogres, dead tiger, um, and non-functional ornithopter, and this eunuch pinned to the floor oh yeah the eunuch <laughs> oh not pinned anymore but kind of holding its leg their leg okay to prevent Maybe bleeding just gather around them 
Uh, Dan, can you make a truth and understand roll? Uh, okay. Truth. Six. Understand four. Christ. Um, all right, here we go. Ooh. Sorry? No. No. Okay. He's got some kind of house emblem on his uniform, but you don't recognize it. Okay. House, what, as in a like house, symbol, house not The symbol of a house house. Not like a member of the Landsrad house. Okay. Not a, not a siege, not a smuggler. But one we don't recognize. Is it, a, and it's a bat? Can I tear it off later? Yeah. 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 All right. Good. Uh, and he kind of looks at you with these terrified, big, limpid eyes. Which house do you serve? I, I will serve your house if you wish. I'll gesture at the symbol he's torn from his outfit. Which house do you serve? I, I, I work for House von Mir. Everybody who saw um, our first series, that's a big dun dun dun, dun. moment. But um, anybody who didn't, I'm, that's like a so. I'm not sure Xavier knows Von Mir. Von Mir is a minor house. Um, okay. It's nothing to a laddie. Where is the Reverend Mother? The the, the Bene Gesserit, the witch, she is, she is kept close to Hanan and to Lucerne. They are both here. Yes, yes. Where? Please, let, let me heal my leg and I will tell you. If you heal my leg first, since it is your actions that cause these grievous injuries, I will allow you to then heal your own leg. Guildsman, there is, there is a, a first aid kit. And he points over behind the second cage. I'll go take a look. Uh, this is a little bit more than a first aid kit. You've seen first aid kits. This is indeed a first aid kit, but it's a first aid kit with additional goodies by the looks of things. There are a number of syringes and dermal patches and liquid flesh. And if you had to hazard a guess, you would say that this is almost Slaylaxu levels of first aid kit i'll put the press the lasgun barrel under his chin and say listen to me very closely if you do anything anything that we do not trust or you do anything to injure i'll, I'll nearly say his name and then not say <laughs> it <coughs> i will take your water quicker than you can blink that means he'll kill you. Yes, I, I have he been knows. on Arrakis for some time. I, I know what it means. So he, he starts fussing and fidgeting with like spray on skin and dermal patches. And he sprays yeah. your back and the inside of your leg, bandages up the leg. 
and he, he takes one of the syringes out uh, and he says this this will help with the pain and will keep you moving proceed and he jabs you in the good thigh with this hypo spray needle and injects you with some kind of liquid and as the liquid floods through your system you can feel the pain sort of pushed away to the back of your mind so you have an awareness of it uh, you still retain body awareness so it's not like a complete numbing but at the same time the pain is not an issue and it makes you feel kind of strong again so you can heal back four points worth of your move. Feeling better now. Not 100%, but feeling better. Not 100%. And I need to make a note that you've taken one of those. How many more of these abominations are there? Just these two, just just the two. They are expensive. I can see why. Frankly, that you, 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 you killed one. Between two of you is terrifying. Sarakis Fedakin. I don't know what that means, but two men killed. I will gesture at the dead ogre and tiger and I say, this is what it means. You're an accomplice. As I gave my word, you may. So he jabs himself in the leg with the syringe. Oh no, that was the poison one. (laughs) 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 Sprays the hole in his leg. How long have you served here under this Hanan and Lucerne? I am just the keeper for the beasts. Uh, when they were shipped in, I came with them for the house. What is the relationship between your house and these smugglers? Forgive me, I am a humble technician. I do not is, know the politics involved. Is Lucerne a member of the house? Lucerne? No, Lucerne is a guildsman. Like mm. your man here. I'm just wondering if disguise is being used in some circles to to hide true intent. Who no, of your uh, house? Who of your house is here then? Uh, only me. Uh, I was sent to monitor and support the beasts as a gesture of goodwill to the Fremen. Sorry, do you have that? Yes, the, the, the Fremen tribe who work with the smugglers. What tribe do you speak of? Uh, they, they have no name. They, they've not shared a name with me, but they are Fremen. They are have they the, the blue eyes and they know the ways of the desert. They work with the smugglers. And they're aware of these abominations? Yes, yes. Sirak would look over at, at Xavier with kind of a quizzical look. Is it? Do, do you know what Fremen he's referring to? Never heard of such. 
But Dan, you do, however, have um, ways of the itch when between. I do. Would that be rolled under? I've got that. Uh, that's very much a truth and understand role. There is definitely no other role that could be under. Could, could I roll uh, on that? I've got four or six. Fremen culture as a focus. Yes, you can then. Mm, oh, no, one. Got two. Let me check my maths. There is yeah, only one. one Fremen group who have no name. There is only one Fremen group who associate with smugglers and would deal with abominations in this way. There is only one type of Fremen who would act against the other sieges oh, in no, this way. Oh, no. And they are the cast out, their siege destroyed, their water spilled in the desert. They are supposed to be no more. They are the Fremen of Siege Jakarutu. And if they still live, then it is the duty of all good Fremen to seek their extinction. Mm. I will just say to Sarak, Jakarutu. The word itself is a curse on the tongues of the Fremen. So all the enemies of the people boil here under this one it seems. place. Perhaps cleansing them in the atomic fire will definitely will be worth it. Not we, here. Sirak, you don't understand. We have been guided here to do this. It is a holy mission that we have been sent on. But they, they are not here. They're not here. Where are this they? is this is where they meet with the smugglers, and this is where they, they move from. But they have another place deeper in the salt flats underground have you, have you been to this place only once do you know where it is i do not i had a bag on my head no. the only ones who would know where it is would be hanan and lucerne then you must take us to them I don't think I'm going to be walking anywhere for some time. I can show you the way. Yes. Show us on your map then. So he, he kind of sketches in the dirt, the long line and the short line. Mm -hmm. so the long line is where the smugglers keep their, their rank and file, the foot soldiers, the common people, and the short line, this is where the leaders stay. They have better quarters, mm -hmm. more water, better food, more spice. And in the short line, the same number of floors exist. The lieutenants have quarters on this floor. Then on the floor above, there is that, I think, is where they would keep the Bene Gesserit witch. Mm -hmm. And then Hanan has the whole of the top floor as his quarters. And that is where he and Lucerne would meet. I have only been there once to explain how to use 
the tigers and the ogryn. Is there any particular security protocols to get into the short wing of this facility? You can take my security pass. I just please let me live. No retinal scan. Not that I know of. Maybe for Hanan's floor. Very well. Sirach looks over at Aladi for his determination. Oh, this dude. We need him dead. Be a Fremen, Pete. Be a Fremen. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll, I'm just thinking if there's anything else to ask him before Sirach takes his head off. Um... No, I'm not. Sirach just, just fast as lightning, his Chris knife goes across this guy's throat and he steps out of the arc of blood. He's like, your water is not worthy of collection. Oh, this guy kind of blinks twice in surprise and then sees this fan shoot out from his neck. And he reaches up halfway and then slides over sideways as his water pumps out into the dirty straw and sand of this hangar. Sirach walks over to the tiger, cuts out its two uh, incisors, its two larger fangs. <laughs> Puts him in a pocket. They're like saber-toothed tiger <laughs> yeah, fangs yeah. on these things. That's what, that's what I was envisioning. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is one to tell the grandkids about. I had thought we would be able to rescue the Reverend Mother and then leave our gift for them on our way out. However, it seems Hanan or Lucerne, whoever we find there, may have information that it is our duty to find... That is why we're here. Oh, yeah, Lottie, you're correct. We'll have to save our gift for the feckless Jakaratu. Hmm. Very well. Let's make for the Reverend Mother. We'll, we'll go up. I think we should go up a floor where we are. Oh no, that that'll be bug infested, won't it? Yeah, so we'll have to go into the short line from here and try and avoid the lieutenants to get up to the Reverend Mother. I think that's probably, and then go up to Hanan, have a chat. If things go bad, we have a nuke. Maybe a cup of tea. Maybe a cup of tea. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, find a handy shield generator that we could switch on, fly away from, and I could lasgun at a great distance. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Okay. Well, we'll 
gather ourselves up, dust ourselves off. Yeah. Um, good work with the thought. Limp and hobble your various ways towards the yeah, short yeah. line. Yeah, I'm just kind of my left, my left side of my body is like a bit stiff and like bruised and battered, so I'm kind of like carrying a, I'm carrying the the briefcase in my right hand and like the gun is over my Serac's still suit is probably running at about 30% efficiency at the minute because most of it is bandages yeah yeah that's not good so you limp your way around the switchback and up towards the short line where there is a stronger metal door looks like a up and down closing door blocking your path this one has a recognition panel on it we'll use this pass are you going for science guys pass the house yeah the house von Meer guy beep, beep. and the door opens up and this little waft of cool slightly cooler air comes out and you step it's in freezing in there <laughs> freezing in here Dan it's almost Clement <laughs> uh, this place has got plastic panelling on the walls so instead of bare rock the walls are covered in plastic panelling um, this is still very much a no nonsense kind of environment so there are weapons lockers by the door here ready for people to tool up to go out there's knives, swords Rifles, carbines, all locked up in this mesh safe. So you can see them in there. Nothing particularly better than anything you already have. Sure. But you could have more of them if you wanted. I mean, if this was a, a PlayStation or PC game, you'd like take them out and like put 200 guns in your pack just in case. <laughs> just in case. But no, Sorak is just, he's got his, his Chris knife in his right hand and his Mala pistol in his left hand, and he, he feels perfectly at home. A slight bowl to his walk from the limp. <laughs> and on this floor, it looks to be like there, there is a mess hall, like a, an officer's mess. We're not talking like red jackets and pinstripe trousers officer's mess but they've got a slightly more upmarket canteen than the proles there's we, a couple of we slaves just want to avoid avoid people and get up to the the reverend mother i think so when the slaves see you coming they kind of just get out of the way vanish behind things mm -hmm. uh, one of them comes up to you and they've got the blue in blue eyes And they bow for them to talk. You are from the desert. We are the desert. This is an unholy place. We know this. Great evil is being done here. There is a reverend mother a floor above. And the leaders of this place on the top floor are monstrous. In the in the docking ledge of the second floor in the long line, 
he bows and does the the hand thing, the salute. Of the she desert. is our Reverend Mother, and we're here for her. This way, and he beckons you into a kitchen. Right. If you go that way, you will have to go past the rooms of the lieutenants, and there will be a fight. But there is a stair. Ah, thank you. Go up the stair here. <clears throat> it will bring you into the corridor. At the end of the corridor, there is a, a door that is made to look like wood. And there is a cell inside that room mm. where they are keeping the reference mother. She is guarded. <clears throat> there are guards on the inside and outside of the cell. How, how many? At least four. Two men outside the room at all times. Two men inside. The men inside have their ears stopped up. Mm. So they do not fall prey to the voice. Mm. So they will not hear what you do to the men outside. But you must be ready for them as well. They have orders to kill the Reverend Mother. Yeah. Well, it's probably best for them that they don't hear what Serac will do to the men outside that door. The desert has her vengeance. I am the desert's vengeance. The man Lucerne. He looks like this one. Yeah. He is often with the Reverend Mother. He asks her many questions. She does not answer. He is, I think, not a good man. He is already dead. Yeah. He died the moment our siege was attacked. He simply has not realized it yet. He bows and says, we who have been burned know how to stand back to back. There are still some here who know the ways of the desert. I will take them out to the sand. If you can find the way back to our new siege, there may be a place for you. You honor us, Naib. He says it not in the sense that he knows that you are a Naib, sure, but it's sure. like um, a gesture of respect to one who has mm -hmm. done them a great service. And he's shown you this back stairs that it looks like they use for servants to carry food up and down sure to the other floors revenge is ours now go he picks up a carving knife from in the kitchen bows to you again and leaves so you head up these back stairs mm -hmm. and they bring you out in the short line next floor up the panelling in this area has been made to look like wood. It's not wood because there's no way they could sure. afford wood. Um, it's plastic, but it's plastic that's made to look like the, there's wood panelling in this corridor. Mm -hmm. It's very opulent, given what it is. And down at the end of the corridor, you can spy there are two men and they do not look like easy pickings. These are not your standard 
smuggler scrubs. These guys clearly mean business. They've got partial armor. They're armed with what looked to be Chris knives. And they've got blaster carbines and they're stood watching down the corridor for anyone approaching. What's the what's the length of the corridor? It's about 60 feet. So Get like in like medium medium range? Yeah. Perhaps Xavier should cover us on our approach. They will see us the moment we're in the corridor, Aladi. Do we try to take them at range or do you want me to charge? If we take them at range, they may let those inside somehow. All right. Fear the two of us must sprint down that corridor while Xavier covers us. We go low and fast. And you see Sirak once again poisons his Chris knife. And he's like, I stand ready. I like offer mine up, like share the wealth, son. Perhaps maybe we should try something else. What do you have in mind, Xavier? Right. I'm thinking more subterfuge. <laughs> you want to try to approach them? Yes. On and if own. I can, I'll get the get them to bring the Reverend Mother up here, and then you can jump them. At the very least, he'll provide a handy distraction while you shoot them or stab them. Yes, and if things aren't going well, perhaps it will allow you to uh, sneak up on them more efficiently. Well, he ducks and cries. I think if you can, when if you approach them, if you can get them to turn to face you, so their backs are to us. Hmm. So, Danny, you're going to step out and walk down yeah, the corridor. Walk down boldly and briskly and. Um, like I own the place. Obviously, they see you coming. Yes. And they kind of come out of that relaxed state and into a state of readiness, but they don't recognize you. However, you're clearly an off worlder. And the, the off worlders who are here tend to be associated with one of two groups. So they're letting you approach. And you walk down the corridor and you come up to these two sort of Fremeny guards. And they're, they're both a little taller than you. And they're both a little broader than you. One of them looks at you and he says, what do you need? First of all, I'm going to try and embarrass myself by giving them the poorest Fremen greeting Deliberately the worst you can Deliberately manage. the worst from a greeting. Because I think I've heard it enough a few times around the others, but oh, God, I yeah. kind of... Hey, you've got ways of the itch one between. You you could do this flawlessly. This is like going to Japan and <laughs> so saying, so tea almost, ceremony, how do you feel about Tetley? Almost like the uh, bung, bungling um, tourist kind of thing. Yeah, one of them rolls his eyes straight away and the other, what do you want? Then bow politely. Um, gentlemen, 
uh, the boss wants to see the um, uh, the witch. Yes, let's take. He... Please take her up there immediately. He's in with her right now. Have you got a message for him? He's in there right now. Yeah. Do you need to talk to him? He's your boss, not ours. Yes. Yes, I do. That's why I'm here. <laughs> That's why. Yeah. That's me. So, um, if they're turning around, this is the point where you jump them. Yes. Yeah. The the one you the, the one you're talking to turns his back to the corridor and puts his hand on the door handle. And there's a Christmas in his spine. To open it. <laughs> and we will stop the session. Oh. <laughs> a cliffhanger. That's I a love good place to Oh, wow. That was cool. So thank you very cool. much for joining us this evening for part three of Siege Abacat. Um, we will be back next week for part four. Uh, coming up later today, we've got Acton Cthulhu on Garblag North America. Yeah. And then tomorrow, Nye is going to be running yeah. an episode of Monster of the Week. So it'll be the first Anderson verse point trail Monster of the Week episode that doesn't have Agent Anderson in charge. Uh, so it's going to be a chaos fest. <laughs> I think it's all going to take place inside Agent Anderson's mind. <laughs> yeah, that looks totally, totally cool. Distinct possibility. <laughs> uh, so come along and check us out for that tomorrow. And then next week, we've got Tuesday, Roads and Ruins. Yes. We now have multiple roads and multiple ruins. We do. We do. And a you guys great just survived an awesome battle. A load of treasure. Yeah, that was cool. A second level great big buttload of treasure, so don't get your hopes up. That's not a, that's not a buttload of treasure in Pathfinder. That's just like keeping you up with the Joneses. <laughs> <laughs> Wednesday next week, again, we've got Lex Arcana. I think, no, uh, oh, it I think it's, every, it's, every, it's every, every other, other week. Every other week, yeah. So there isn't Lex Arcana next week. I was wrong. And then we're back for this again next week. So do swing by and join us for that find out what happens when the jackarutu guy opens the door dun dun dun, dun. otherwise thank you very much and good night night everybody <laughs>